0: Hello and welcome to episode 52 of Grow With Soul. Today, it's just me. And I want to talk about the dreaded sales. This is something that came up on a QA and I did on Instagram Live recently and it's just generally a perennial challenge for so many of us. I know that a lot of us feel deeply uncomfortable with the idea of selling, which of course causes one or two problems when you have a business and you need to sell things. So today is a bit of a pep talk on changing that mindset And finding ways to sell that feel more comfortable. So to start off let's go to the root of the problem. So I'm going to tell you why you think you hate sales. We don't notice when we're being sold too well because we love the thing we're buying, we're really excited by it, or we're just so thrilled to have found someone who gets us and can help us that we're just not really conscious of being sold to. We only really notice we're being sold to when we're sold too badly, when someone's pushing us to have something we don't really want, when it all sounds just too good to be true, when we feel just a bit uncomfortable about it all. Therefore, we equate all selling with the bad kind because the good kind we don't even think of as selling and none of us want to make people squirm yet we feel like that's what selling just is. So first we really need to redefine it in our mind and get back to the core of what sales really is, a mutual exchange. So think about something that you own, that you love, a favourite holiday that you've been on or a course or experience that just really was transformational for you. I bet that you don't feel hard done by for buying that thing. I bet you don't feel like you were given a hard sell. I bet you don't look back and just cringe at the whole experience. I imagine that when you bought that object or that experience that you were thrilled with it and it brought value to your life. So here's what we need to remember. Sales is a mutual exchange between equals. Somewhere along the line, perhaps helped along by TV like The Apprentice, I have a feeling. Sales became gamified, where it became like there was a winner who went away with all the money and then a loser who ended up with the product. But that's just not true. You and your customer are equal parties in this. You have something they want or need and are willing to pay for. And you therefore just both leave the transaction equally as happy. You're on the same plane. The idea with sales isn't to make anyone do something they don't want to do. I think that selling could sometimes kind of be equated with forcing someone to buy something or wearing them down until they do. So I'm looking at kind of department store Perfume counters and those kind of trade show booths where people with clipboards come and get you. But that's just not what you need to do. And especially if you have a service business and you actually need the person to like you and really be on board with the process when you work together. Sales is introducing people to something that they are going to love or that is going to help them immeasurably and showing them what they need to see to help them make a decision to have it in their lives. The fundamental cornerstone of sales is trust. At a basic level, your website needs to just look legit enough that someone can trust if they pay you money, you'll deliver the product. But they also need to trust that it will be the quality that you say it is, that there'll be no hidden surprises. Like it's actually like a child's size when you thought it was an adult size, all that kind of thing. And on the service side, you simply need to trust that you can actually do for them what you say you can, that you won't disappear on them and that they'll end up with what they want to on the other side of the process. So throughout all the elements that we're going to talk about, trust really is the core. Without it, no tactic or kind of shiny sales copy is going to work because the trust needs to be in place before anybody is even thinking of buying from you. So... With that in mind, how can we start selling in a way that's more comfortable? Firstly, stay the same person. There seems to be this compulsion that when we think about selling, we need to become this new goal bossing, hard hitting person. And even though every month we send out the touching or whimsical newsletters that when it comes to an email for like a course launch we have to sound bright and peppy and use FOMO tactics and kind of be like wait there's more in our copy and that's because these are the kind of emails that we receive that feel like sales emails in inverted commas. We notice we're being sold to in them so we think that's what a sales email just looks like and in order to be professional or to do it right we have to be like that too. But actually this is where you risk breaking down trust. If you've been sending these beautiful emails all this time and then you flick a switch and you waltz into somebody's inbox like you're on the shopping channel then it's going to really jar for them and they're just going to think hold on I thought you were this person with these values and I really liked you but now you're speaking like this crazy lady and I feel really uncomfortable and and has it just all been a lie this whole time the trust they have in you will start to break down because you've gone against everything that you were before and this actually did happen to me once as a consumer I was a really avid listener to someone's podcast and absolutely gobbled up everything that she had to say. She was like fun and sweet and really understanding and she had some really good ideas. And so I signed up to one of her webinars because I really liked her and I wanted to get more. So it was going along quite happily. It was kind of your typical webinar in that there wasn't a whole lot being shared, but it was quite nice. And then suddenly she just switched and it became time to sell, and the kooky sweet girl was suddenly telling me that if I didn't take her course, I wasn't in the top 20% of business owners, and that you have to commit and invest if you ever want to make your business work, and I felt horrendous. (laughs) I felt actually pretty picked on, and it was like a punch in the face, and I was a little bit heartbroken that this person that I'd really related to had suddenly just like whipped off this mask, and The trust was gone, and actually I've never listened to a podcast again since that webinar. So all of this to say, you are enough the way you are. People follow you and read your content for who you already are. They love your tone of voice, the way that you explain things, the jokes that you make. They trust you enough to be sticking around and continuing to consume what you do. That's what they're already sold on with you, so use that when you talk about what you have to sell be the person they already like and it won't feel like selling. Okay, secondly, when you're writing sales copy or planning a pitch, always think, what do they need to hear from me? Not what do I want to say? Always, always come at it from the point of view of the customer. What do they want and need? How is this product going to change their life? What is the struggle that you can help them with? Sometimes, in the nicest possible way what we want to say isn't always that interesting to the consumer so for example if you are a potter and there's some complicated process where you need to do a double fire to get a glaze to do a thing I'm clearly making this up but you get the idea like that's really interesting to you and you're super proud of yourself that you've done it but really, your customer doesn't really care about that. They care about the story behind the product, what the inspiration was, your artistic process, how it will look in their home, ultimately, if it's dishwasher safe. And Similarly with services, if you're a designer, you could really go into the ins and outs of the software you can use or a coach can talk about your approach and research you've done and, and how you behave on a call and why and all that kind of thing. But really, the client doesn't care about how you're going to do something for them. They care about what that thing is going to be. They care about the end result, the transformation in between the experience they're going to have and how their life is going to be better on the other side so talk about those things those things are what your potential customer needs to hear and just keep the stuff you want to say to yourself or find business friends who will really appreciate your double firing for that glaze and on and your process and, and tell them Okay, thirdly, use stories. And by stories, I mean like the original definition of the word stories rather than Instagram videos because humans love stories. We're drawn to them like moths to flame. They are how we bond as communal groups and also how we learn. So think about how much more engaged with a topic you feel if someone talks through a case study or an example rather than just gives you a list of steps or reasons. So perhaps you felt it earlier when I told the story of the podcaster's webinar, for example. We are wired to learn and to understand through stories. So when you figure something out through a story, it not only sticks better in your head, but you kind of feel better about it too because you worked it through and worked it out for yourself. So if we want to engage people and help them to see that what we're selling is what they need, then stories are a really great way to do this. It might be the story behind why you created a product, a story of someone who you have helped before, a story about how e-courses have helped you in the past, a story about a struggle, overcome, a happily ever after... So through the details of these, though, a customer can see their own situation reflected back at them and they can see their potential future in the outcome of the story, thereby helping them to make their own decision that this product might be something that's for them. And for you, this has the added bonus of really not feeling salesy. So you don't have to worry about saying the right things or what sections to include or have I mentioned the USPs? all you need to worry about is just telling the story. Fourth, be clear and honest, no smoke, no mirrors. I know that I personally quite often feel like I need to make it feel like I'm not selling something, that it should be imperceptible to the naked eye whether an email is a sales one or not, for example. And This is okay but to a point. So as we've discussed, sales copy should sound and feel like you and be you know an enjoyable enough read but I think that disguising sales as content is actually a step too far. So if I was talking about my course that's currently on sale, the playbook, it's the difference between saying something like In the past, I've struggled with being visible in a crowded marketplace and I know it's a problem that so many people are wrestling with now. So I've created a course which shares everything I know on this topic and I am so excited to help you help more people to find you. There's a difference between that versus I'm sharing the secret to how I've maintained visibility in my business. Click here to read more. And then you're taken to a sales page where it's going to cost you money to find out that secret. I think that we've all been so burnt by the latter example that actually we feel refreshed when someone uses the former. We don't want to be treated like we're stupid. We don't want to feel like we're being tripped. So going back again to the core principle of sales, this is a mutual exchange. If that course sounds like it's something that could help you, then you're empowered to go and find out more and make your own decision. If it doesn't, then I'm not going to trick you into clicking. Lastly, just get them to come back. We put so much pressure on needing the sales in the first day of a launch period or the moment someone follows us on Instagram. But is that is that how you buy? Do you hear a coach on a podcast for the first time and immediately spend £200 on their course? Or do you buy a new cushion within the first five seconds of laying eyes on it? Of course you don't because you don't trust them enough yet. You want to check out the website a bit, read a review of the cushion, perhaps weigh it up with another one you've been looking at. With the coach you read their blogs and follow along with their work for a bit and decide that yes actually I think they can help me. It's totally unreasonable for us to put the pressure on ourselves to make immediate sales and sometimes that can convert to putting pressure on the customer too. So, my view is always to just get them to come back. Imagine you're at a craft fair. If you're anything, you're like me, you do like a lap of the room, taking mental notes, and then you decide what things and what stores you're going to go back around to. So, if your business is a stall at that craft fair, You just need to give them enough that they feel that they want to come back. If they've just found your business, let them follow and stick around at the back for a while and let them start building that trust. Make sure that they've got the information they need, like when your sign-up period for your course is closing, and then just keep doing you. Keep posting in your tone of voice. Keep sharing what they need to hear to make that decision. Keep telling your stories and trust in yourself, and in your product that they will start to trust you too. and so that's that a whistle stop tour through starting to change your mind around sales i don't think i mentioned any links but you can still find the show notes on my website at simpleandseason.com forward slash podcast and you can come and find me on instagram i'm at simple and season as always if you think you have a friend who would really benefit from listening to this episode then please do send them the link and share where you're listening and tag me online too it would also be great as I don't think I've mentioned this for a while if you could leave a rating and review if you enjoy the podcast right there in your app on apple Podcasts, you just have to scroll down and then the ratings and review section will show up it's a little gray box and you can put it in there And until next time, I hope you grow a soul.